Welcome everybody, this is Marcin, wider known on Twitter as Crocs from Big Balls Fantasy. You are listening to UEFA Champions League podcast, the show that should help and allow you to get better rankings in UEFA Champions League fantasy game. I have been playing UCL fantasy game for 7 years now, with good successes over time. I finished at the best 1% of players throughout the last 2 seasons and I have been earning around 800 points in each season. In this show you can expect a lot of analysis, numbers and football statistics. I'm going to help you get a better idea how the game works, which players are worth picking and I want you to be successful in the game. If you are a fan of football, especially if you love watching the biggest football events, this show is exactly for you. Sit comfortably, turn this on your headphones, basically listen to it anywhere you want. Even if you are new or you have totally no idea how the game works, I'm here to help. You can expect that every Monday evening or Tuesday morning before the game, there's gonna be another episode of Big Balls Fantasy. In the second episode, I will be talking about the chip strategies. I will let you know what chips are available in the game and when is the best time to utilize them. Additionally, I'll preview each clash in match day 1 and which UCL options are looking good to get for match day 1. I'll also have a little fun and I'll try to predict each game result. In comparison to any other fantasy game, UEFA Champions League fantasy game is really short and the chip strategy is necessary to have a good successful season. The group stage is where you can get the biggest gains in terms of using the chips early on. So myself, as well as many experienced managers, would probably recommend you to uh, play those chips in the group stages where the best teams are going to be facing the weaker opposition. Of course, this is not obligatory and if you are feeling that the chips are going to be better used in the next stages, uh, you can try your luck. But personally, playing uh, this game for such a long time, I always used both of the chips uh, in the group stages. So now for least experienced manager, I'm going to briefly mention what, uh, what chips do we have and how we can use them. First chip in the game is the wild card. The wild card gives you the chance to change your squad completely for upcoming match days. It allows you to make the free unlimited transfers and any uh, transfer that you make, it's gonna make your player to stay in your team. And what is also cool about it, the transfers that you made prior to using wild card can be also uh, cancelled. The same goes for deduction. So if you made the bad transfer or if you changed your mind and you would like to com- change your team completely, that's the right chip to use. And this chip can be used only once in the whole campaign and can be played at any match day uh, except the match day one. Of course, we have only unlimited transfers before that. And match day seven, when the round of 16 starts. Uh, and everybody gets the unlimited transfers. So once you play the wildcard, you cannot cancel it. Another chip we have is Limitless uh, in the communities, all also mentioned as LL. This chip allows you to pick your dream squad for just one match day only. You are not limited with any funds. There are no budget restrictions to your team. You can essentially pick uh, the full team of premium options for more than 10 millions. However, once the match day has finished, your squad will go back to how it was before you played your limitless chip. 
the rules for uh, using the LL is are the similar as the wildcard. You cannot you cannot use it in match day one and match day seven, and it will also cancel uh, an, any potential transfer that you made previously before hitting the the limitless, uh, and they will go with uh, any point deductions that you made. Now the question is when is the good time to use those chips? I prepared three different uh, strategies for the group stages and I'm going to be presenting uh, the ones that I think are the best. The first strategy is to wildcard uh, your team in match day 2 and use your limitless in match day 6. That combo is going to give you a basic set of information so you are essentially going to set your team just for the first match day and with the information that you have from the match day one you can uh, use your wildcard in the match day two and set up your team for the upcoming four match days so match day two three four and five will need to be covered by the team that you will set on it on this wildcard and in match day six usually the teams that are already qualified the next stages of the competition are uh, sometimes rotating their squads so the limitless chip in match day six are are going to give you the escape route of any potential uh, rotations of your big hitters and you can change them to the picks that maybe are at differentials and majority of the uh, UCL managers are not going to have them. Personally, I'm not a big fan of this uh, strategy. However, uh, this strategy is mostly used by the managers who are unsure when they will need to use their limitless chip. So uh, I myself personally, I'll probably uh, use a different strategy. Moving on to the second one. The second strategy that I will present is going to be most commonly used by the UCM, UCL managers most likely. It re revolves around uh, setting your team up just for the match day one. And in the match day two, you would burn limitless wildcard. That would give you the opportunity to, to target just the good match day one fixtures. You will get the information regarding which players are starting in the UCL as well as you can target the match day 2 fixtures and just grab the big guns from big teams just for the MD2. In MD3 you would burn your wildcard and you would set up your team for the rest of the group stages. I personally really like this strategy as it, uh, as it, give it, it gives you opportunity to target the teams for match day 2 and there are a huge swings of fixtures for teams like PSG, Inter, Napoli, or Sevilla. What is also really cool about it is that when you wildcard in match day three, you can target the fixtures for the teams like Leipzig, Spurs, Salzburg, Man City, Juventus, Real, Bayern, Liverpool, and Porto. They will have the back-to-back -back fixtures against the weaker opponents. And it's also worth noting that some of the teams are ho are going to have back-to-back -back fixtures with the tougher opponents. So teams like Chelsea, Milan, Napoli, Inter, Barcelona, Ajax, you can get, get rid of the players from that team. The third strategy revolves over the using the limitless chip in match day 3 and wildcard in match day 4. So essentially we will be setting up our teams from the beginning for the first two fixtures. So using that strategy is going to be good if you want to be 
uh, able to get the early price rises. First price rise is going to happen after, right after the uh, match day two last match. If you pick up the good players for match day one, and if you do a few transfers to get the good valuable play players for match day two, uh, you can set your team for the the good budget in, uh, and you can then use the uh, limitless chip in match day three, and you can pick up the rest of the team uh, on the wild card from match day four. Of course, this is more more balanced approach and you don't really have to use those chips in this uh, in these match days. However, as I mentioned in the beginning of this recording, it's good to use uh, these chips in the group stage. So personally, I will not be uh, picking up this strategy. All right, let's now move on to the matches in the match day one. First fixture that we have on the schedule is Borussia Dortmund versus Copenhagen. So really good thing about this fixture is that we will have the the lineups uh, an hour before the game actually starts. We'll have the whole list of players for both teams that are for sure going to start this game. So both teams actually won their games over the weekend. The results were the same, both teams won and won 1-0. For Dortmund there was a scorer of Marco Reus and that goal was assisted by Julian Brandt. But it could also be that Bellingham could score this goal if it wasn't Marco. For Copenhagen uh, there was a scorer, Viktor Klassen. We have also had uh, team news from Edin Terzic and Marco Reus on the press conference. And Terzic was mentioning that the youngster Bino Gittens uh, is still awaiting for the final diagnosis of his injury. Malen and Adeyemi may, might be uh, closer to the team. However, there is a risk that they won't be available for tomorrow. And the coach also said that Rafa Guerrero might be ready for, uh, for the start. So that's a good news for us. So if he's going to start, Rafa Guerrero is a star for this match for myself. He comes in a price for 4.5 for a defender with the set-piece duties. And I predict that the game is going to be uh, finished 2-0 to Dortmund. Another early kickoff in the beginning of this match day, we will have Dinamo Zagreb versus Chelsea. And also, as I mentioned previously, we will have the lineups for that game. So you can uh, take a look an hour before and make sure that your players are going to be playing. So I suspect that this will be also a very low scoring game. Chelsea is not in the best form of their life. However, they are still a good side with a good coach and they should be winning this game. I also do believe that there is quite few good picks for uh, from fantasy Champions League perspective. Like I mentioned in the previous episode, I would uh, take a deeper look into the wingbacks. We might have see Ben Chilwell starting for Chelsea, which I think is going to be a very good option for 5.5, as well as Rhys James for 6 million. We majority of us know from FPL what he is capable of. Some of the managers might might be willing to start with Raheem Sterling for 9.5. He might be uh, popping off with a goal or, or assist. I think that Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang is not going to start because he would have to wear the protective mask. 
uh, for sure we know that N'Golo Kante is not going to play this game so I highly suggest you to take a deeper look into the numbers for Jorginho which is currently 5.5 uh, he might be racking up the ball recoveries and he's on penalties if uh, Chelsea will get one the new signings uh, Fofana might start and also Denis Zakaria that is coming from Juventus is waiting for the permission uh, to be able to be uh, included in the Tuesday side. I predict that this game is going to end up 0-2 uh, to Chelsea. Coming next we are coming to the most tasty looking fixture in the match day 1. We'll have Benfica versus Maccabi Haifa. Portuguese, Portuguese giant is coming with the great form into the most likely the weaker the weakest opposition in the whole campaign this year. So Benfica players are the ones that we should target for our fantasy uh, teams. And we do have the variety of the options from the whole team. Unfortunately, the forward attackers were priced very um, expensive. Gonzalo Ramos comes in a price of 9 million, which I would probably be avoiding. You can try to pick David Neres for 7 million, but, uh, but the best pick uh, from the off attack, I think, is Joao Mario. He's usually recognized as playing as a central midfielder. However, they, he started as a left wing uh, in majority of the Portuguese games. And over the weekend, he scored the penalty goal, but also uh, he and uh, Gonzalo Ramos got sent off. So they received the red card. So they will mean they will not be available to play in Portuguese league. However, they are available for Champions League, which is good uh, because that means that most likely they will both start the game. You can also punt on the options from the defense, the options like Nico Otamendi 4.5, Antonio Silva 4 millions, and Alex Grimaldo for 5.0 uh, are all great options as well as their the goalkeeper Vlacho Dimos. That comes in a price of just 5 millions and most likely will be keeping the clean sheet in this match day. And my prediction for that game is going to be that Benfica is going to for sure win and I would say that they will score 3 goals. So 3-0 for Benfica. Next up we have Austrian RB Salzburg versus Italian AC Milan. The Austrian team has extensive injury problems heading into the fixture uh, versus Milan. They will be at least without nine players there. AC Milan should be winning that fixture. However, uh, we know RB Salzburg, they can upset even the biggest clubs in the Europe. I would say that the clean sheets are not going to be available for this match. And if so, then maybe Milan will keep it. However, I, I do not predict any, any potential clean sheets. It's interesting to see to, who is going to take a uh, number 10 spot in the Milan side. Whoever out of the two, uh, Rahim Diaz and Charles de Ketelare is going to be the number 10. I, I suspect that uh, there is a good value from UCL fantasy perspective. Also the striker uh, Rafa Leao is noticing uh, good offensive numbers. He's priced at 8.5. So if you're seeking for the third striker spot, that it might be a good value. I would go into the Rafael Yao pick as a differential. In terms of the defense, I'd say that the clean sheet is most likely not going to happen. However, uh, Tio Hernandez is a, a still good pick because you can try with him at the first day of the match day one. 
and if he's not going to um, provide you with the good points you can swap him out for the players from the second day. It is yet to see whether he keeps the penalty duties because Oliver Giroud is uh, back in the side and if you're seeking for the midfielder price at 6 million I think the Benassar pick might be a good one for, for ball recovery points. And my prediction for that game is going to be that Salzburg Milan 1-2. Milan should be winning but for sure both teams are going to score in my opinion. Moving on to the next one. Next fixture we have RB Leipzig versus Shakhtar Donetsk. At the beginning I'm going to mention that RB Leipzig lost 4-0 to Frankfurt in the Bundesliga this weekend and Shakhtar Donetsk is unbeaten and is yet to concede a goal in the first three matches in the Ukrainian league. I suspect this is going to be a very tough match there. Uh, of course quality is on the Leipzig side, however I'd say that both teams are going to lose their clean sheets. I predict that the result is going to be 2-1 to RB Leipzig. Of course the picks like Nkunku are still good ones and uh, they can deliver. I would also recommend somebody like Werner or maybe uh, the third uh, striker differential. You can also pick Raum who's a midfielder as for 5 millions or you can pick a defender that might be getting you something uh, going forward, Benjamin Hendricks. The main creative outlet, Danny Olmo was injured in the over the weekend, so he's not going to feature, which is a really diminishing offensive potential for this team. And I would not recommend to pick any player from Shakhtar Donetsk, unfortunately. Moving on to the next one. Celtic versus Real Madrid. Over the weekend, Celtic managed to score 4-0 versus their uh, long-time rival in Scottish Division uh, Rangers. And they will be facing the current European Champions League winner. And Real started the season with the five wins in all competitions. Uh, however, they are going into the very tough ground. Uh, there's gonna be a hostile reception from Glasgow fans. Uh, that said, this is going to be really tough match for the current champion. But I would be dumb if I would not predict that Real Madrid is going to win. Uh, they have to win this uh, match to accommodate uh, the good results in the group. And moving on to the fantasy options, I would say that Benzema is probably the must, the only must-have uh, for the whole group stage. The Real has really kind fixtures all over the group stage, and for 11 millions, the guy who is on pants, who is averaging almost six shots per game, and is also picked by over half of the population of this game. It's stupid not to pick. Additionally, his partner in attack, Vini Jr. for 10 million is also uh, averaging very good offensive numbers, so I highly recommend think, uh, thinking about him as well. It is also very interesting to see who is going to start on the right wing position. Recently, Valverde was uh, picked up by the manager for the league matches. However, I, I, I see that Rodrigo might be taking this place for the Champions League this time. The replacement for Casemiro, Chuameni, priced at 6 millions, are going to be racking up the ball recovery points. And for this particular match, I do not see the clean sheet. I believe a Celtic team that is going to be 
uh, buffed by the fans are going to steal a goal from Real Madrid and also beating the Rangers 4-0 over the weekend is going to bust the uh, confidence within the Celtic team. We are not really sure if the striker Furuhashi is going to recover for this match so they might be losing a very good uh, fantasy option and as I mentioned in my previous pod Jota and O'Reilly should be starting my prediction for that game is going to be Celtic 1 Real Madrid 3 next up is Sevilla versus Manchester City coming to that game City have drawn with Aston Villa over the weekend 1-1 but Erling Haaland cannot stop scoring and I suspect that this is going to take place in a European competition as well Seeing how Sevilla took a beating from Barcelona over the weekend, um, Barca won 3-0. I suspect that there might be another catastrophic defensive performance from uh, Spanish giants. Some of you might remember that Sevilla was a really good outlet in terms of picking the fantasy UCL options. We had Kunde, Diogo Carlos, Bono in the last competition. However, this is not the same Sevilla defensive lineup as the, pre- is the previous years. In all four matches they they were losing at least a goal. Unfortunately they are coming into the in for Manchester City offense with Erling Haaland up front. Haaland uh, is 11 million and I think he's a good striker to have on, uh, on this uh, match day versus Sevilla. Of course I wouldn't load too many Manchester City players uh, because Sevilla might be turning a surprise they are usually turning up for the European competition. Another option is Alvarez, priced at 6 million. He might be also a very cheap option depending on the start. You can also try with some of the defenders like Joao Cancelo for example, priced 6.5. Kyle Walker is currently injured so we might have seen a change on the left back position so it is yet to see whether you maybe see Nathan Ake priced 4.5. Or you can go with the good and tested options of Ederson and Ruben Diaz. I predict that City is going to win this um, match 3-0. The last but not least, the match of Tuesday, Paris Saint-Germain versus Juventus. PSG comes in a really, really good form to this fixture and Allegri already told to the media that they are not going to be Uh, winning this competition versus Paris Saint-Germain their opponent is Benfica so we we might assume that they will not be pulling the full 100% attitude to this match however Allegri is known of uh, creating a special tactics versus the better opponents he might be thinking about some special defense strategy versus the trio of Neymar, Mbappe and Messi Talking, talking about them, each of them are a really good fantasy options. As I mentioned in the previous episode, I would still pick Neymar, who uh, already declared himself ready for this fixture on the social media. And they should be clearly winning this fixture uh, with at least two goals. I have also seen the reports that Angel Di Maria is not ready for this competition. Generally speaking, for this match day, I would load up on uh, PSG players versus Juventus. You can pick any out of the three front three Mbappe, Messi, Neymar. Uh, additionally, you can pick one of the wing backs for 
because yeah, Nuno Mendes comes up in a price 5 million and Hakimi is 6 million. For, for this specific match day I would not recommend uh, picking any Juve players, maybe except Mattia Perin who is 4 million goalkeeper that is playing in the absence of Wojciech Czesny. Prediction for that game is 2-0 for Paris Saint-Germain. First meeting on Wednesday is going to be Eintracht Frankfurt versus Sporting Lisbon. The current Europa League champions are going to be facing the big Portuguese giant. German team has really mixed form uh, looking at the Bundesliga results. However, on the weekend they beat up the RB Leipzig 4-0, which is a very fantastic result for the team. Sporting also won their match over the weekend. They were winning away uh, 2-0. So this clash looks like a very exciting matchup. In terms of fantasy options, I would not recommend to pick any defense from this matchup. However, the offensive options bring a good fun and joy. Similarly to the first matches on Tuesday, we will know the lineup before the, uh, the deadline. So if you have the, these options uh, starting from your bench, you can decide whether put them into your teams or no. And from Frankfurt, I would highly recommend taking a look into three uh, options, which is Kamada, Getze and Kolomuani, as in the previous pod. And from the Sporting, I would highly recommend taking a look at the Pedro Gonzalez. The last episode, I said that he is starting in the middle. However, he got back into his nominal position, which is a left wing, where he is a fantastic option and a very good fantasy prospect. He is on the penalties and he is the star from the Lisbon team. I would probably have him in my squad over the first MH day. And I forgot to mention that he is worth uh, 7.5. There is also a cheaper option from the sporting team. Marcos Edwards is probably going to start uh, at front so he's a midfielder priced 7 million however he's going to be playing as a striker because Paulinho is out with the, with an injury if you'd like the cheap option from that team Ugarte is the midfielder that is going to be racking uh, ball recovery points that that is co in cost of 5 million I predict that this match is going to be a real battle and uh, I slightly favor Sporting to get the win from it However, I'm gonna say that Eintracht is going to score one goal and Sporting two. So one, two, two Sporting. Another football feast that's gonna be Ajax versus Rangers. Dutch champions are going to be facing a very good Scottish side. Both teams actually had a result 4-0 in their domestic championships. However, Ajax have won 4-0 and Rangers lost 0-4 versus Celtic over the weekend. I really like Scottish side uh, Rangers and I think there might be a couple of uh, different options uh, in the fantasy. However, I would favor Ajax uh, to win this one. Myself personally, I'll probably be picking two or three options from Ajax team. Uh, for sure, the Steven Bergwijn, former Tottenham uh, midfielder, uh, priced 7 million is brought to my attention. He got 11 goals, including one hat trick in his first six official games. But there's plenty of other options as well. Uh, Steven Berghaus has also very good offensive stats, uh, also priced 7 million. And if you would like to have a cheaper for third striker uh, option, you can go for Broby or Brobe 
5.5. The defense is also offering us some amazing chip uh, enablers like Calvin Basie, who is going to be facing his old former club, uh, Ranch, Ranch uh, the right back, priced 4.5, is also very good. Uh, Owen Windall are, is not going to be uh, allowed to face uh, in the match day one, so probably Daily Blind, five, 5 million, is going to start as a left back. In terms of picking any Rangers players, I think that James Tavernier might be a good punt uh, going into the first match day. He is very pricey, he's cost at 6 million defender. I believe he's on the penalties. If you'd like to be different, you can pick him up. I predict that this game is going to end 3-0 to Ajax. A very good game between Italian and English team Napoli versus Liverpool. This game will be either a very boring game of chess or absolutely amazing thing to watch. Over the weekend, Napoli was facing Lazio on a way fixture and they managed to win 2-1. Uh, and another time in the season, the Georgian winger Kvaratskhelia has scored again. Napoli uh, fans are starting to calling him Kvaradona. For 5.5, he's an amazing value for points in fantasy. That would probably be my only pick for this match day against Liverpool, as I predict that there's not gonna be a clean sheet for any of the teams. Liverpool have a draw versus Everton on the weekend and they are coming with a very mixed form and this is not the same Liverpool that uh, was there last year that was rolling the teams. However, they are still capable of doing a very good results and they still have the very, I would say, the best coach in the in the world for match day one i would probably i will probably not be picking any of the liverpool players but they for sure will be uh, considered for the next match days if you would like to hear about them i would recommend to visit the first episode of my podcast additionally there is a very late news that victor osimhan the striker is for napoli is not going to playing. I predict a very close game for both of the teams and I suspect that there's gonna be 1-1 uh, draw. Next we have Atletico Madrid versus uh, FC Porto. Two very good defensive teams and they were meeting each other in a, a, a group stage a couple of times already. Usually the meetings ended up on the clean sheet on one side or sometimes over two sides. I think this is going to be a very low scoring game of chess and I will slightly favor the home team which is Atletico to take a win over this. Time to recommend any fantasy options from, for that uh, match in this match day. I would probably recommend the defensive options. For the weekend uh, Atletico had a draw with Real Sociedad 1-1 uh, in which uh, the goalkeeper Oblak sustained the injury. So there is a very cheap goalkeeper in form of garbage, priced 4 millions only. Additionally, you can take a look into the defenders for Atletico Madrid. The ones that is stood out of the rest is Reynildo, priced 4.5, is a very good in turn for ball recovery points. Uh, you can also take a look at the wing back Molina, priced also 4.5. 
And from Porto, you could take a look into the goalkeeper, Diogo Costa, priced 5 million. And there might be uh, that defender priced at 4 million in form of Marcano. And if you like any of the attackers, I would probably recommend the Atletico Madrid ones. You can start with Morata or Joao Felix. I suspect that this game is going to end up on 1-0 Atletico Madrid versus Porto. Next Wednesday matchup we have Club Bruges versus Bayer Leverkusen. I'm not going to be talking a lot about this game. I suspect that it's gonna be very open. Uh, both teams are not very good defensively. And if, if I would be picking any options from that match, I would probably be picking attackers. From Club Bruges, there is a standout option in form of the Spaniard Ferran Yudgla. I had this uh, person in a lot of my drafts for a long period of time. He's only cost 5.5 uh, and he's very capable of scoring uh, versus Leverkusen. In terms of uh, Bayer, uh, I said it on the previous pod, the options from offense are uh, actually too expensive to be considered for our fantasy teams. I think it's gonna be very close uh, in terms of who's gonna be winning this. Both teams are probably going to lose their clean sheet points. I will say that there's going to be a draw 1-1. Next match in the Wednesday competition is going to be Barcelona versus Victoria Pilsner. A lot of people think that this is going to be a very smooth uh, win for Barcelona. However, Victoria Pilsner didn't lose a match in the domestic competitions of Czech League. We're scoring around 2.17 goals a match. Of course, the quality of the Barcelona team is much, much higher than the Czech uh, team. My prediction is going to be that Barca is going to for sure win this game. However, Xavi said that he's going to rotate his team a lot. For example, Araujo, Eric Garcia, Gavi and Dembele are not going to be risked against Victoria Pilsner. Over Christensen, Frankie de Jong and Ferran Torres are all expected to start against uh, the Czech. Whoever is going to start against Victoria Pilsner in uh, the front three of Barcelona are probably uh, capable of scoring a huge points this week. Uh, Lewandowski is, I think, a very good captain material this match day and I highly recommend to pick him on this match day. I predict that this game is going to be finished 4-0 to Barcelona. A very huge game in Group C, Inter versus Bayern Munich. Over the weekend, Inter have lost the Milan derby with AC Milan 2-3. And Bayern Munich uh, have had the draw uh, versus Union Berlin 1-1. Both teams are eager to have a really good result in this match. This is the match that I would probably uh, avoid in terms of fantasy, picking fantasy options, however, uh, if uh, you want to pick some, you, I highly recommend you to uh, take a look into the, my first episode of pod. Got the information that the centre-back pair is, uh, for this match for Bayern is going to be uh, De Ligt and Lucas Hernandez. We can expect that Alfonso Davies and Pavard are going to start as right-back and left-back. If you would like to pick uh, the fantasy option from that match, I would probably recommend Bayern players like Sadio Mane, uh, Musiala or uh, Josh Kimmich if you don't have that much money. I would probably not be picking Inter players 
and I suspect that this game is going to be finished Inter 1, Bayern 2. And the last match of the day is going to be Tottenham versus Olympique Marseille. Tottenham have won their game over the weekend 2-1 versus Fulham. And OM also have won their away game versus Auxerre in League 1. There are a couple of good fantasy options that you can pick from both of the teams. From Olympic Marseille I highly recommend Nuno Tavares who has a very good statistics offensively and he is a defender priced only 4 millions. And from Tottenham Hotspur I would be probably picking uh, offensive options like Hurricane for example but you might not have a spot for him because there's a lot of good strikers for this match day. Uh, for me the best option from uh, Tottenham is going to be Dejan Kulusevski who is a, a creative asset in this team and is priced only 7.5 million. And from the defensive options you can pick Ivan Perisic who is only 6 million. He is basically playing as a winger however he is classified as the defender. He's usually on the corners and he got the rest over the weekend so you can expect him to start. If you'd like a cheaper option, I would probably recommend another winger for Conte team. It's gonna be Emerson Royal, priced only 4.5. I suspect that the game is going to end up uh, on Tottenham win. I would say 2-1 to Tottenham. In the time of recording for this episode, I also uh, got to know that uh, Ernesto Valverde and Antonio Rudiger are expected to start for Real Madrid, so this is, might be useful for you. Additionally, on my Twitter profile you can find the links to join my mini-league. If you would like to beat me in the UEFA Champions League fantasy, you can try. Alright, that's it for today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please click on the like button and pass it on to your friends. If you have any feedback or suggestions for me, feel free to drop me an email on bigballsfantasy at gmail.com. And if you really like the episode, you can buy me a coffee using the link ko-fi.com slash bigballsfantasy. Remember that as a thank you for buying me a coffee, I'm granting an access to my Discord where we can discuss last minute changes before the match. Thank you for listening to Big Balls Fantasy Podcast. You will hear from me in the next episode on the next week. Take care. Cheers.